If you want to know anything and everything there is to know about how to sell your house, you're in the right spot, my friend. Welcome to the How to Sell a House podcast. Welcome back to another edition of How to Sell a House podcast. Thanks for tuning in. This is where you come to learn. Is that dot com? Dot com. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Head there for all the information you need. In all our other episodes, uh, we have a ton of information over there. So if you guys need to learn everything and anything you need to know about how to sell your house, how to sell a house podcast.com. I'm Chris Erickson. I'm Cassidy Lewis. Lauren Sanders. With the Beach Life Group, we're out here in sunny San Diego. Well, a little cloudy today, but anyway. It's overcast. A little overcast San Diego. The June gloom stuck around for a little bit. Uh, but yeah, if you guys are selling out this way, you need some information, you want to chat, just hit us up. Or we have a ton of good contacts throughout the nation. So wherever you're living, we can hook you up with a great agent and kind of vet them for you. Make sure they would be a good fit for what you're looking for. So head over to howtosellahousepodcast.com. Today we are getting into how to increase your property value prior to selling your house. We have a few episodes on this topic. Some are a little bit more in depth as far as just really digging in like full full remodels, kind of what's going to add the most value to your house as you are kind of going through the process of getting it ready. Today is going to be like seven or eight quick hits that you could potentially do yourself, DIY or stuff that's not going to take too long, be too expensive, but increase that value of your house. So when you do put your home on the market, it's going to sell for top dollar. So let's get into it right now. The first thing to think about right off the bat is landscaping. Um, this is one of the easiest ways to just kind of increase that curb appeal of your home. It's the first thing people see when they pull up. If your grass is brown and there's hedges that are untrimmed and all that, um, it takes a lot of that kind of initial initial thought of the buyers of this is where I want to live. So you want to make sure all that stuff's dialed in, trim up all those hedges, get those trees trimmed so you can see the house a little bit better, and just make it feel as fresh as possible. So a lot of these things can be, you know, put mulch in planters, put gravel in planters that are just dirt. A couple of things to just kind of keep in mind too is right before you're going to take photos and right before you're going to come on the market, add some color. So add some flowers. Don't do it way ahead of time because they might not still be there. Uh, but just add some kind of that just touch of color and just make sure everything is clean. So all the walkways should be completely clean, blown off before showings. And one way to do that too is... You know, you can rent a power washer at some of your like local um, hardware stores and stuff, which is most people don't do it on <laughs> ever at their house. So it adds just it just cleans it kind of that next level clean. Yeah. If you think about it, when's the last time you actually kind of went out there and gave your outside a deep clean? You could even bring it around all the, you know, the exterior of your house and kind of make it give it that extra little bit of shine. And one other thing, too. As you're looking around your yard, you have kids, obviously kind of goes same, you know, when one of the things on the inside of the house is like declutter and all that kind of stuff. Same for the outside, bikes, toys, anything that you can, obviously you can't put away, you know, big play sets, leave that out, but try to get it as clean and just uncluttered as possible. So when you do take the pictures, they look great. When people come see the property, they, you know, there's just not a ton of stuff everywhere. It wants to be inviting. That's the whole key is that you want people to be excited about going through that front door and Part of that is just landscaping and having that path to the front door be as nice and tidy as possible. That's a great transition to point number two, which is the front door. It is the first impression people see. So I know my front door, when I sell my house, definitely going to replace it. My house is from 1978. It's probably the original. 
kind of has a little smell to it actually too, but <laughs> multiple layers of paint, multiple people, you know, have been kicking it over the years and just, it's, it just needs to be replaced. So either easy option, if you just want to paint it, give it a fresh coat of paint, you know, something that's going to obviously match the outside your house, you know, kind of look good as people are coming up or just replace the front door as well. So uh front door can add a lot of that visual appeal to the house before you put it on the market. Yeah, that's a big thing. And also, we're seeing a lot of flips kind of in our community where they're making that front door really pop. And it's not kind of that traditional, like red forever was like that pop color that would, you know, be a great front door option. We're seeing a lot of like aqua and teal and a lot of like like greenish blues and stuff. But make sure it fits the house. So sometimes if you do that and you have like a tannish exterior, it kind of looks funky. So make sure everything kind of ties in. And if pressure washing your garage door didn't work, your garage door might need a fresh coat of paint too, which is just an extra bonus when you're looking at that whole front of your house. The third thing we want to talk about is repairing any damage to the exterior of your home. If you've got wood rot, have a termite guy come out ahead of time too, just to check out the exterior. But they might point out where there's some uh, wood issues. Some things might need to be touched up paint or repainted completely. If you have awnings or you have exterior Parts of your house that are look worn, um, you just want to bring them up to speed. So, however, that sometimes the thing is just to remove it. I know many, you know, many times we'll have an older house and um, they they get the whole house looking great, but it's got this backyard patio cover that's from the seventies, like Chris was talking about. That that they're like, well, I don't want to rebuild the whole thing; just remove it. Um, that's the easy thing. The dry rot thing is a big one too. For as a when, because obviously we help represent buyers too, but walking around when our clients are asking us like what needs to be done here and everything, dry rot and termite damage is like the clearest thing to see um, when it's on the exterior. Like it's just very easy to see, especially like those patio covers like Lauren mentioned. So making sure that that is done and dialed in and it might be minor. It might be, you know, a couple of eaves here and there. Um, or it might just be a coat of paint. Like if a lot of folks haven't painted their eaves ever and they just kind of look dull and dingy, <laughs> paint those eaves and it makes a huge difference. The roof as well, sometimes at least where we're at, some areas if you've got trees leaning into your house and those kind of things are good to get dialed into. That was part of the landscaping part. But mm-hmm. I, I see that. I saw that yesterday at a place and I'm like – that the tree was basically leaning on the roof, mm-hmm. which is not good for yeah. the structure, but it's, you know, when the wind's blowing and whatever, it's moving around. It's also not great for pests. It isn't great for pests. It's not great for rats. It's not, well, it is good for them. It's yeah. not yeah, it's good, not for, good you. for the home. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's be clear. <laughs> um, if you don't like rats in your house or mice or scorpions or. Ooh, scorpions. They're, scary. Yeah. Have you not had scorpions? In the garage. I've never had them in the house. Yeah. We we had some at a previous house. One that dropped in from the ceiling oh, in the bathroom sink while Kathleen was getting ready for work. If you're going to replace the whole roof, that's one of the biggest ROIs for getting your home ready for the market. But you know, a lot of people don't want to do that. So at least maybe get a little a roof tune up, have somebody out, have a roofing company coming out. And they'll go through and kind of replace any tiles, repair any damage, if it is at all possible, if they can kind of extend the life of that roof. The next thing on the list is updating any outdated fixtures or appliances. So this one could be a little bit more on the costly side, but it can also 
just add a ton of value. So new appliances in the kitchen obviously is huge, especially if you're going from, you know, really beat up old appliances to fresh new, it changes your kitchen completely adding those new appliances. So um, this is one that's easy to do. It costs a little bit of money, but it, you definitely get your return on investment there for sure. And then also just some of those fixtures. So plumbing fixture in the kitchen, even new sinks and things, especially if things are grimy and old and have just been used to the <laughs> end of their life, life, uh, getting those replaced, uh, especially bathroom, bathroom fixtures. It's not that expensive to have a plumber come out and just change fixtures out. And it goes a long way. It's also amazing how just changing like light covers, plate covers, all you know, if they're old and yellowy, mm-hmm. like some of them get if they're white, and you put the new ones on the new kinds of switches. As you're going through the kitchen too, just updating any of that that hardware. You know, go to Home Depot, kind of get a bunch of matching hardware, update it into whatever the current trend is or whatever's matching with the rest of your house. Like, gets rid of some of that old stuff that was from the 1983 and get up to 2022 because that's what right <laughs> nothing i dig i dig the 80s but i mean when you're trying to get some money you got you know? miami vice you got, what else did we have in the 80s hey brass is coming back so i mean maybe you you might have lived out the cycle if you still have brass what about avocado no, that's not coming back anytime soon. <laughs> I've but. seen avocado in a place. <laughs> that is a big thing too is just making sure that it's the current trend and just check and see. I mean, the easy way to do that, you instead of hiring a designer to come and tell you what to do, is just go on and look at the competition around your house and the houses that are completely staged and look fresh and good, see what their fixtures are and steal that idea. Yeah, and Lauren mentioned kind of updating like the hardware on the doors and stuff on the on the front door, but you can go go along inside your house too and kind of update any of the the hinges or you know usually a lot of times when people repaint their house they just repaint over those hinges put in some nice new silver ones or whatever that are going to match put some new knobs if if necessary actually that's one last tip is if your door squeaks get a little wd-40 nice and easy (laughs) tip right there that's like eight (laughs) dollars you could go really big you go super simple when you're getting a house ready your biggest asset you're going to want to put in a little bit of investment either time or money or both to get it up to the the best standard you can with what you have available because, you know, just these little things can really drastically improve what your home sells for in the end. One other thing, uh, if you want to go, this is kind of a little bigger item, but install new flooring in kind of key areas of your home. So a lot of people might do just like downstairs areas. Luxury vinyl plank is one of the biggest ones right now. It's super durable. People come in, they look at that. They're like, ooh, you know, it improves the whole visual of the entire house even though let's say you just did a few other tiny things you didn't get new cabinets are are original the you have like old countertops you put in that new flooring it just kind of brings everything up a new level even if that other stuff is kind of in the original phase and then also carpets kind of go through if you've been there a while there's a ton of stains you might want to think about getting oust replaced them. oust them get rid of those carpets yes. <laughs> at a minimum get them cleaned and see if you can save them. The thing not to do is to put like throw rugs over them and pretend like it's not there. And you don't have to go, you know, full luxury on all that kind of stuff. You go just something that matches, something that's new, something that's fresh. That goes a long way too. You could even, when you come into houses, a lot of this stuff too, if you painted the inside, if you did some new flooring, if you did some new carpet, new uh, potential buyers can smell that in the air and mm-hmm. they could smell it's fresh and new and kind of gives them a little bit better feeling like, oh, this is all just redone. Yeah, new, that new carpet smells great. And it's amazing too, when you're living in a house, you don't realize that carpet really does hold on to 
Uh, everything. Pretty, everything, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and just remember neutral. I mean, that's the big thing. With all of this, we talk about it a lot, but with carpet, Lauren mentioned avocado earlier. We don't want avocado carpet. We don't want dark colors. You want neutral, 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 but not white. Unless you're listening to this in like 2032 and dark colors are back in, you know, whatever the trend is. We'll see where it goes in the next 10 years. Although don't get too trendy either. That can, you can... You can overtrend the trend. And a lot of people, when they're thinking about flooring in two, they're like, oh, maybe I'm not going to do it because the new people are going to redo it anyways. That's okay. That might be the fact. But if you're trying to optimize what you're getting out of your house, doing that kind of stuff is going to be worth it. Now we're at the last big one. Number seven, stage your house. We talk about that quite a bit. Staging your house can be quite a return on your investment. You know, you have too much furniture, not enough furniture, or you're moving and it's going to be vacant. A vacant house often is not as attractive as having, you know, having somebody with an eye that's a stage professional. By the way, I would always suggest a professional. Don't like go grab your parents' extra furniture and throw that in the house to stage it (laughs) and give yourself some time, get the right stager, get, you know, you're going to want to get things that are current, And this can be definitely on trend and on top of it because it's not going to be there long. So whatever the trend is for selling houses. The other way, Cassidy mentioned go to open houses. But if you have new home builders in your area, go look at what they're doing because they spend hundreds of thousands of dollars to make these models look great and sell easily. And whatever they're doing most of the time is pretty good, would be a pretty good key uh, to look at to Get your house looking good. Looking in new homes is great because that is it is the new it is the trends. They have, you know, like you said, a ton of money put in designers. But if you feel like your house is comparing to the things around you in the community, after you declutter and depersonalize, there's going to be some holes in your cabinets and all that, like in your bookshelves and stuff like that. Take some of those ideas, spend a couple hundred dollars at like a home goods type spot, and just get some things that kind of fit what people like right now, and and make that kind of the easy stage. That is if you already have the furniture that kind of works in the current market. And a few other quick hits, things that you can uh, do to your home to increase your value, a ring doorbell, you know, just updating that pretty easy. Nest thermostat or any, it doesn't have to be that specific brand, just kind of an updated thermostat. One of the biggest things we preach, like I said, we might change the name of this uh, podcast, wash your windows. Check out your screens. Check That's out your usually windows, the last, kind of the very, like yeah. when everything else is done, have the windows done. There you go. So that's a couple of things that you can do to kind of gain a little bit of extra property value in your home. If you have other questions or if you're looking for more episodes, go to how to sell a house podcast.com. And like we said, if we're, if you're thinking about selling your home in San Diego, definitely get in touch with us. But we also have a ton of other referrals in other markets. So if we don't have somebody in your area, we would love to help you find somebody. So go to our website and get in touch with us. Not just find anybody, though, like the perfect agent for you. We do a little legwork, find out what's important to you, and then connect you with somebody that we know will connect well with your situation, right? Yep, absolutely. Thanks for following along. Catch you on the next episode.